What's up all, Aaron, but not that Aaron here to tell you about SifPop Writer's Room. For the past several years, there have been a growing amount of writers for SifPop.com providing best ever challenges, movie reviews, themes, legacies, connections, and so much more. SifPop Writer's Room is where that all comes together, giving a voice to those words that you read. And on the show, every week is excellent, getting to chat such a wide variety of movies with a wide variety of movie lovers, and I'm really having a lot of fun with the show, and I just think that you would too. So check out SifPop Writer's Room wherever you listen to your podcast, and we'll see you over there. Just remember to knock first. Welcome everybody to episode 56 of Disney Plus Reviews. I'm Phil Souza and I'm here with my good friend and co-host Grant Hunk of Vernon Con Youngsma. And hello. Have, <laughs> hello, Grant. Uh, and we have a returning guest this week, two weeks in a row, Caitlin, the perfect gift, Youngsma. How's it going, Caitlin? Thank you. Thank you, Phil. <laughs> we have a lot to talk about today. Uh, we are covering kind of like three big sections. Uh, this morning is going to be news. Uh, first, we get like to do news of the week, and oh boy, there's a lot of news to talk about. Uh, we will talk about that first. Mandalorian second, we're doing season two, episode seven, and we are covering the brand new hit, High School Musical, the musical, the holiday special, the longest title in the history of cinema and television for this week's Christmas segment So at the end. So that is the order of things. Um, if you're just running this for this podcast, we are an unofficial Disney Plus podcast. Grant and I review the most popular stuff on Disney Plus every week, and we are covering all of the Mandalorian. If you're just tuning in, tuning in for this podcast, you can see all the previous Mandalorian episodes. You can cover, uh, listen to our coverage of those every week going back. Uh, all the way to the end. Of course, we are going to cover the finale uh, in its full detail next week. In fact, that will be the only discussion for the week next week besides news. News of the week. The only thing that we're covering that's from Disney Plus content is the Mandalorian season finale, season two finale next week. And I have I need to confirm it, but I'm almost positive that Jake, uh, our friend Jake, is going to be back for that episode. He's been on a couple other episodes of Mandalorian coverage for this season as well. And we're, we'll be happy to have him back next week. So that is what's coming up on the show. Um, let's get right into it, get into the discussion of the news of the week. Holy crap, Disney Plus, Disney in general, launched a four-hour dump of what's coming up on not just Disney Plus, a lot of, most of it was Disney Plus, I feel like, but uh, also movies and just other things that they're working on uh, over the next... I think three or four years is kind of the slate mm -hmm. of like all this content that's coming out. Uh, Star Wars, Pixar, Marvel, um, you know, kids stuff, um, all kinds of just, you know, Disney movies may be made into shows. I don't even know where to start. I, I guess I'll throw it to you guys. What, what are, I guess everyone should pick like two or three that they're like really, really excited about. They're, they're, they literally, if you if you didn't catch the news this week, you you know sleeping under, under a rock or whatever, they basically announced like forty or fifty names of like shows yeah. that are coming out. So of that incredibly long list, we could literally spend the entire episode today only talking about what came out of this 
big reveal, but um, what are like, just, we'll cover this maybe, you know, 15 minutes or so, but um, what, what are like some standout things that you guys noticed? Um, I'll, I'll go first and I'll basically just go for what I'm most excited for from each category. Yeah. Um, for a Star Wars perspective, I'd say it's all about Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, I'm excited for that. Um, apparently we're going to get a rematch of Anakin and Obi-Wan. So that should be really well done. Um, we get, uh, Hayden Christensen back. And so I think as far for me, Obi-Wan's the most exciting for that. Um, then from a Marvel, a Marvel perspective, um, I talked about this earlier. I would say, uh, Loki is the most excited one for me. And then... Did you get a chance to watch the trailer for that one? Oh, yeah. That looks... It looks fantastic. I was Uh, blown away. I I did not expect to be that enthralled with a Loki show um, until I watched that trailer. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of mayhem. And I love Owen Wilson as well. So I'm excited to see that he's going to be in it. Um, They didn't really... I mean, they showed him in it, but it doesn't really tell a whole lot about his character, but I think it's going to be really good. Um, So I'm excited for Loki. Then as an outside of Marvel and Star Wars series, I'd say it's got to be Mighty Ducks. Oh, yeah. Um, Once I saw that, I mean, who's the first person I thought of when I when I read that part? I was like, yeah, I immediately thought of you, of course. Yeah, so I'm stoked for that. Um, it looks like the Mighty Ducks, like we had talked about earlier, are going to be the villain team now. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see where that goes. Um, I'm excited that they got Emilio Estevez back and then the lady from Gilmore Girls is, I mean, we'll see how that goes. And then I think I like, the biggest question. I like, Lauren, I like Lauren Graham a lot. I, I think yeah. she's like almost maybe even an underrated actress, but yeah, I think she'll be great. So I think the biggest question we have now is, uh, um, are we going to get like some of uh, the old cast in some of the episodes? Um, but I think it'll be really good. And then, um, what else? I think the Buzz Lightyear uh, origin story should be pretty interesting. Yeah, dude, that came Um, out of nowhere. I'm excited with Chris Evans, and which, I mean, Tim Allen will always be Buzz Lightyear to me, but I'm excited to see what happens from that. And then I would say one last one for me is Chippendale Rescue Rangers, which I've heard it's going to be like half- animated half real live action so i'm interested to see if you've seen the um alvin and the chipmunks movies it it sounds like that to me um but with okay with with chip and dale yeah um yeah i i didn't that's another thing i would have never seen coming either so yeah so that's what that's what was so uh before uh, i'm not gonna do my picks until caitlin's gone but like um that was one thing in general that I was surprised by with this big announcement with two, two major things. 
One was the volume. I couldn't believe how many titles they dropped. Like, yeah. I mean, it was just mic drop after mic drop for four hours. It was like unbelievable. I didn't watch it, but just reading the news, I was just like, what? They announced all this in one day? Um, so it was just the volume. And then second of all, it was like some of the stuff that they were announcing was like, okay, Came out of nowhere. nobody was predicting that. Like they, they've kept this under wraps. There were no rumors, no leaks, nothing. Like it just we're doing blah, blah, blah. It's just like, okay, great. That's awesome. Like I would have never, I would have never known. So I've got oh, one, yeah, of, the, I one for- of those from Marvel. So I forgot about that for Hocus Pocus too. I mean, that's been yeah. forever, but they finally said that's going to happen. But um, mm-hmm. I love Hocus Pocus one. So I'm excited for that too. I, when I read that, I was like, oh, I guess that wasn't confirmed before. I guess it was just firmly in the rumor mill category before. So um, but yeah, now it's, now it's official. Yeah. It's, it is coming. So, Caitlin. Well, um, I think the most exciting thing was the sequel to Enchanted. I, I almost said that. I, like, I, I, I know you well enough. I've known you for years. I, I almost was going to say yours has got to be Disenchanted, right? Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I was that talking was, about that. Yeah, that was probably the thing I was most excited about. Um, some other things that I'm just reading um, through, um, I saw that there's going to be a three men and a baby with Zac Efron, and I'm a Zac Efron fan, so I'm going to yep. have to check that out. Um, Cheaper by the Dozen, I, I liked those movies, so I guess they're doing some reboots of that. Uh, Sister Act, a new Sister Act film. Yeah, that's that's I'm a fan of those. That's firmly in the category so. of who knew? Like, who would ever, ever yeah. guess another sister act movie? Yeah, but. didn't expect that. I'm also excited for the Hocus Pocus um, film, and then um, a prequel to The Lion King and Little Mermaid. That should be interesting. Oh, I didn't see that. Okay. Yeah, that's what it says. Weird. Yeah. Um, the other thing that Grant was talking about. Um, that he told me about that I was that sounded really interesting was there's going to be some original shorts of I am Groot. I'm a fan yeah. of him, so oh yeah, I'm I think those will be that. good. Um, so I think that was the main things that I saw that stuck out to me. But yeah, yeah, I think all those sound great too. I think I think it's really one thing you read this list. Um, I might even put a link to the d23.com article that um, that we're kind of looking at right now, but it's actually from disney like all the stuff that they they listed i think it's very succinct just kind of gives you just little tidbits of information about everything but one thing that is very telling is like how many properties disney really owns and you you've always known it in the back of your head it's like okay marvel star wars pixar regular disney movies and you know live action animated princess movie like they own everything right we've always known that but like to see it all on one article and one page it's like they they are a titan of the movie industry that we've probably never seen before and may never ever see it again in another in a single yeah. company under one roof. Um, they own all these all these different things, and it's stuff that appeals to these are mainstream, widespread audiences. You know, all of these movies are going to make money, so you know they're just they're one of the got to be one of the richest companies in the world. Yeah. Um, one thing before I get to my picks, one thing I did notice is uh, Disney Plus Premier Access that we saw with uh, Mulan, where you paid your thirty bucks on top of your six ninety nine for the month, is not dead. We we 
Grant and I have kind of had our doubts about it as we've looked at at like how Soul is being released for essentially for free. If you're a, a subscriber, you just get to watch Soul when it comes out on Christmas Day. We're thinking, oh, is this you know is, was Premiere Access a a failed experiment? Are they will they ever come back to it for Black Widow or anything else? And and uh, sure enough, they are doing that. So there's another. Uh, I think it's an animated film called Raya and the Last Dragon. Uh, is it? Yep. Is it animated? It's animated. Okay. Yes. Uh, and it is coming out in March. So just a couple months from yep. now as, as you're listening to this. And it is going to be in theaters. You can watch it there. <clears throat> Which, you know, we couldn't say the same for Mulan, I, I believe. Or Mulan might have been in some select theaters in other countries or whatever. But uh, it is releasing on Disney Plus. But it is coming at that $30 premiere access uh, price tier. So uh, interesting that they have not let go of that. They are going to they are going to bring that yeah. back. So, which I've, I've heard they're pretty high on this movie Yeah, and it's been in the works for a while. So I'm, Look, I don't really gorgeous. know. I don't really know a ton about it, but I know that Disney is pretty high on this one. Yeah. Yeah. They want, they're obviously they're making these movies to make money and not everything can make money at just the six ninety nine tier it, it is amazing how much content you're getting for six six ninety nine and whether it stays yeah. at that price or not i mean a lot of people have were locked in because they got you know one to two or three years you mm-hmm. know all at once when they first signed up for disney plus so a lot of people are already kind of locked into 699 but even if they raise the price it's like there's so much stuff coming on um and we'll well i'm sure we'll get to that more as we kind of unpack this over the next couple of weeks but um yeah, yeah. And they uh, released that in march March 26th, they're going to raise the price to seven ninety nine. Okay, and then seventy nine ninety nine for the yearly. For the year, okay. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I do see that. I didn't. I didn't catch that before. Okay, so um, yeah, and it looks like the the three pack when you do Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN is going up to thirteen ninety nine. It was twelve ninety nine, yep. wasn't it? Okay, so just a dollar more for each. Yeah. Those. So I mean, it's still a steal. It's still, I mean, it's it's still way cheaper than, I mean, several dollars cheaper than anything else that's out there. Hulu, Netflix, HBO Max is 15 bucks a month. Like, yeah. I mean, they are still like half price to some of the other stuff that's that's really good that's out there. And you, like HBO Max, I'm sure has a lot of good stuff, but come on, like it has more stuff than Disney Plus. I don't, I don't think yeah. so. So, and um, I mean, with with Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar and the other Disney stuff. I mean, that's, I mean, that's as valuable as anything else on HBO max. So yeah. Unless you hate all that stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Just in the last week, week and a half or whatever, HBO max had their big announcement where they said basically all of, all of our movies, like our entire 2021 slate of films that's coming out next year is all just going to be free basically on HBO max. If you're a subscriber, you can see it in theaters if you want, but if you want to just watch it at home with your HBO max subscription, that was a huge, a huge mic drop moment for them. But then Disney was just like, hold my beer. Like, and then they're like, we're going to announce 40 or 50 different things that are coming out over the next few years. And guess what? If you want to watch any of the star Wars stuff or, or Marvel MCU shows and stuff like that, there's only one place to watch it. And it's right here. Uh, please, uh, we'll take your money right now. So yeah, um, and then cool. crazy about like what what they say eighty six point eight million subscribers currently. Oh wow, I didn't see that in either. a year. And they were saying that 
they're projecting 300 to 400 million <laughs> subscribers by 2024. Wow. I believe it. I mean, this is a worldwide service. Um, yeah. People from not just the United States are subscribing. So, um, and they, they all, I don't know if all. Is that, why like, they, is that why they have all the different languages at the end? Have I you ever gonna, noticed in the credits how they have all the different languages? Yeah. I was going to say, like, like you can watch maybe not everything, but you can watch a lot, maybe most of the stuff on Disney plus in Spanish. And so like, I'm sure they're selling a ton of subscriptions in other markets as well. So maybe for cheaper, who knows? Yeah. But yeah. So I'll do my picks real quick. And then um, honestly, so what like, you got for us Phil? Yeah. I, so I have a lot that I could pick and I'm going to try to keep it to just, you know, one, one or two things per section, but um uh, and, and we'll have lots of time to cover some of this stuff is not coming out for years. So, you know, it's hard to get hyped up about yeah. everything. Um, Cause you know, it's like, well, some of those could, could get canceled or changed or whatever, but um, I, I will probably surprise you on the Marvel front. Um, I'll not mention the things that have already been mentioned, mentioned as far as uh, Loki and stuff like that. I obviously, you know, echo everything that has been said so far. One of the things that I got the most excited about, uh, I've mentioned Miss Marvel, so I won't talk about that. You can go last, listen to last week's show if you want to hear me talk, gush about Miss Marvel, or it, was, or it was a couple weeks ago. I can't remember. I think it was two weeks ago. Um, but uh, the Miss Marvel trailer looks amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm so, so in for that. Um, but one character that I'm actually really excited about, and I never thought it's a character that I was actually asking for about a year ago and i never thought we would ever get it and that is a character that probably a lot of people don't know unless you've read the comics but that is ironheart and mm-hmm. um ironheart is a really cool um black female teen like young teen like 13 year old teen character named riri williams and she is i've read a lot most of those ironheart comics and she is a super smart like boy you know girl genius uh you know kind of character that basically in the comics i don't think this is i don't know maybe they're going to do this in the movies but in the comics uh iron man dies um you know much differently than mcu kind of stuff that happens but um and she is able to like find pieces of his armor or maybe an entire armor suit and is basically able to reverse engineer it uh, using her own brain and uh, basically builds an Iron Man suit. She calls herself Iron Heart, uh, in, literally in her garage, like in the garage of her house, and um, basically becomes like the successor to Iron Man. And who knows if that's what they're going to do with this Iron Heart? But uh, given the events of everything that's happened over the last couple of years with Iron Man, it's it's very intriguing to me um, to see what they're going to do with that character. So yeah. um, Riri is a big one for me. Um, and then, yeah, Secret Invasion, you know, there's, there's lots of stuff that I, I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, if you're listening to us uh, on a podcast player and can click a link, I'll put a link in there if you want to see everything that was announced. But uh, we did get some trailers for things that we already knew about, like uh, the WandaVision trailer looks stunning. I, I cannot, cannot wait for that show. Uh, and it's here like a month from now, which is awesome. Um, and uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier trailer looked really good too. I was I was yeah, surprised. It looks like that's going to be action packed. Yeah. Um, they also mentioned Moon Knight, uh, which I don't know a lot about, but I know some people that are like huge Moon Knight um, fans. So they just keep at She Hulk, they, they keep adding more and more characters uh, to Marvel. So I'm, I'm super pumped about that. Which um, didn't they say Mark Ruffalo was going to be in She Hulk yes. as well? 
Yes. Um, and, and Tim Roth uh, as well. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm super pumped um, for that. And then like the girl that's playing She-Hulk is a, a actress I'm not familiar with. Um, Tatiana Maslany, I think. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm totally down for all that too. And how so, about Guardians holiday special? Yeah, that's almost certainly going to be a one-off kind of like the holiday special that we're reviewing today, but um, mm-hmm. uh, probably much better than the holiday special. I don't mean to spoil too much about for our, over our discussion later, but um, yeah, almost certainly like Let's a one-off. <laughs> so, and then they didn't even stop there. They talked about movies like uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, Quantumania, the third Ant-Man movie. Who knew that we would get three of those movies? Uh, now the new super villain's going to come for that. Yeah. Which will be crazy. I said I was going to pick one in each category. I'm kind of like mentioning mention oh, all these. Yeah, sorry. My, my one pick, though, is uh, Ironheart. I'm very excited about that. But um, uh, the only other thing I want to mention just in, in passing, really, is they did address the Black Panther 2 uh, question, which Grant mm-hmm. and I have talked about several times. Uh, they said they are uh, not, capital N, not recasting um, Chadwick Boseman's T'Challa character, which I think is the right move. And uh, they are going to instead, I think it was the movie was obviously going to focus on T'Challa, but now they are moving that plot in, more into the direction of all of his entourage of um, sidekicks and, and people that yeah. help him in Wakanda. So I think I'm totally on board. I think that movie is going to be awesome. Obviously it will be very hard to watch that movie with in the absence of Chadwick, but um, I, I think they're going the right direction with that movie. Um, so, yeah, it, it just wouldn't be right. Really? Yeah. If they recasted the role. And there are some other announcements that I'm just in the interest of time. I'm just going to leave off. If we have uh, time to talk about them, maybe next week we'll maybe talk with Jake about some of the other ones. Although Jake's not the hugest Marvel fan. Uh, so um, as far as Star Wars goes, um, I'm very excited about the Bad Batch, which is something you probably don't know about if you haven't watched the Clone Wars show. Um, that's almost certainly going to be like a limited series. I think they even maybe even stated that already. Um, it's um, probably like a, I'm guessing like a, six episode five or six episode okay. little animated thing but i i love the bad batch um from the final season of clone wars and they're getting their own show um but come on the biggest things that they're announcing are the mandalorian spin-off shows which are going to be uh rangers of the new republic and ahsoka and i just i cannot wait to see how they double down on the stuff that we've already seen from mandalorian so far so. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see if we'll get that stuff before Mandalorian Season 3 because uh, they announced that date as well. And we literally, after we review next week's episode, we have 372 days before <laughs> we get Mandalorian Season 3. Yeah. Um, I think that's enough space. I, I think I think you could put Ahsoka in like um, early fall maybe, like August or something yeah. like that. Um, if they start filming that here in the next month or two, they, they could be ready. So, um, yeah, I don't know when we'll get Rangers. I, and they haven't really talked about Rangers very much. That's either, um, you know, a Ranger kind of like Cara Dune, or that's a Ranger more like the Bo-Katan Mandalorian um, Night Owl Force. Okay. So I, I don't know much what to expect from that show, but they did say that it is um, set in, during, the times, during, during the time period of the Mandalorian. And mm-hmm. it's um, 
uh, John Favreau and Dave Filoni doing doing their thing. So I, more Mandalorian universe stuff. I'm always down for, and we're gonna get it soon. So yeah, I mean, I think uh, the Star Wars stuff is exciting, but from what I got a, got from the all the news, it sounds like at least the first part of the year it's gonna be all about Marvel. Oh yeah, because yeah. I mean. You get WandaVision in January. Then you get Winter Soldier and Captain Falcon um, in, in March. March. And yeah, then you get Loki in May. Yeah, it's going to be nonstop. Um, I, yeah. I think that, that is, that's another big takeaway from this big announcement is, um, you know, 2020, you know, they, obviously they, they only launched Disney Plus a year ago, so they're still kind of getting their legs a little bit. But 2020 was like, okay, we get some Clone Wars um, season seven at the beginning of 2020, but then nothing for a couple months. And then mm-hmm. we get this other cool thing, you know, the little movies and stuff like that kind of one shots over the summer. Okay, great. And then, you know, then we get Mandalorian for, you know, a spell a couple months, but now it's like starting in 2021, it's like, no, nope, it's going to be a bevy and it's never going to stop. It's going to be nonstop shows to keep you subscribed every month. You're never going to want to cancel your subscription. Just, you know, keep it going. Yeah. So it's crazy. Yeah. I never I mean, I I did not imagine this coming this soon. Yeah. Yeah, it is uh, it is amazing that we're a little over a year a year from their launch and they're already hitting this kind of cadence. Yeah. So, pretty cool. Okay. Well, that's that's a that was a long discussion on the news and we honestly covered maybe a fifth of it. Um there's there's way more out there. So, I will I will include a link uh, to that particular article, article that we were looking at. It's a really good article from Disney where it just includes everything. A lot of the articles I was finding were just only Star Wars or only Marvel. This literally co- covers everything, including stuff we didn't even cover, like, you know, a Cars TV show and, you know, uh, Moana, Moana. T- Moana TV show. There's lots more to talk about. So um, I click, click on the link and get that, the rest of your news fix uh, from that. And as we have... Uh, as more information comes out about these shows, you can bet that we're going to talk about it here on Disney Plus Reviews. So definitely stay tuned for that. Okay. Um, we uh, have the next episode of Mandalorian to talk about. And uh, uh, stay tuned to the end to hear our thoughts on the latest holiday special from Disney Plus um, from uh, the, the Minds at High School Musical, the musical series. So. Uh, let's get into Mandalorian first, season two, episode seven. Uh, we'll start with Caitlin. We'll start with it. We'll start with the most negative person in the room and then go positive. Caitlin, what are your overall thoughts? Wasn't a fan. <laughs> Cause my favorite character wasn't in this episode. So, and we all know who that is. Yep. You guessed it. Grogu. Starts with a grow ends with a goo. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. So I was kind of disappointed, but you know. It took us 15, 15 episodes, this is chapter 15 of the show, 15 episodes to finally get an episode without Grogu. He does not appear in a single frame. Unless you count the, the uh, previous. The pre- yeah, the... Yep. But I'm, I'm uh, very optimistic that they're going to find him in the next episode, so. Yeah. 
He's definitely referenced in there's that big reveal uh, at the end. I guess we should have said we're going to spoil that entire episode. You probably know that by now if you've been uh, following us for any length of time. But uh, we are going to talk about the whole episode beginning to end. So here's your chance to hit pause or stop or, um, you know, come back later. But, um, I mean, the the big reveal at the end is that, you know, basically Mando is speaking directly to Moff Gideon over a recorded call. I'm coming for Mm -hmm. him. So. Yep. Yeah, so we know he's and, I, and he's going to get him. Basically, is what he pushed across. Yeah, how how long do you guys think this finale is? Because like last season, we got a two part finale, so it really felt like an hour and a half. Certainly, this finale has got to be more than forty minutes. I could, I, I'd say this will be the longest Mandalorian episode they've had to date. Yeah, they they have a lot to cover. Yeah, because I mean, I don't think they'd be doing it justice if we get like a 30 or 40 minute episode yeah i think a lot of the the go back to several episodes and and listen to me me and grants and also jake's predictions and stuff but a lot of the like what we see thrawn in this season what we see um you know boba fett i mean obviously boba fett's in it now but like as a as a threat like as someone has to fight you know like a lot of those predictions i don't think are, are coming true like i think we're going to get that in these other shows in the yeah. Ranger, rangers show and the soka show so yeah the, the main thing they have to wrap up is the moff gideon fight but you've got the dark troopers you got to resolve that you got they're obviously they're taking him to dr pershing so are we going to see dr pershing in the next episode we got to cover out cover what his agenda is we got to cover them you know finding the ship and then getting onto the ship to obviously fight these guys there's got to be some kind of resolution with grogu and like where is he headed next i mean there's a lot to cover in a single episode yeah and you got and i mean we still don't know like is ahsoka tano Bo-Katan, are they going to be a part of this? Yeah. and I mean, you assume they are going to be, but I don't know. Maybe they're... It, had they not, had Disney not made their huge announcement this week, I would say Ahsoka is almost certainly in the finale, but now I'm not so yeah. sure. Like, maybe they just had her in that one episode to tease her whole show. Like, she gets her own show now. Yeah. So, yeah, interesting. But, um... What are your overall thoughts, Well... I mean, I've been so high on the show since episode two through six. Um, I just really thought that in this episode, we were going to get more than we did. Yeah. Like, um, we talked about last week how I was predicting how they were going to break out. Uh, what's his name? I can't think of his name right now. Yeah, Mayfeld. Yeah. I predicted that they were going to break him out. There was no breaking him out, really. They literally <laughs> just show up and say they're taking And him. say, you're coming with us. <laughs> and that was it. So that was kind of a letdown for me. Um, the action with the Raiders, that was pretty cool, I guess. But, I mean, really, the highlight of this episode for me, besides seeing Mando's face again for a more extended period of time would definitely be basically the gauntlet being thrown down to Moff Gideon at the end of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. This was, um, this was the side quest, like the side story type of thing that 
we kind of thought we would get with around the episode five, episode six mark of the yeah. season. And it feels to me like they flipped them this season. Like mm-hmm. it was in, it was in season one, episode, season one, episode six was when we got Mayfield that, that whole episode, like breaking out, breaking that friend of his out of prison or whatever. Yeah. And, and I, that, that to me felt like a side quest of like, okay, this isn't, it's not touching on the main, you know, Grogu was barely in that, in that episode. Um, mm-hmm. not, not touching on the main plot at all and and then we got like two whoppers in seven and eight last season and they it seems like they flipped that this this year and seven to me feels like a more of a mid-season kind of episode. yeah i agree completely with you on that so it's not that it was bad it i i like every episode of mandalorian mm-hmm. let, me just, let me just be clear on that i like this episode but as far as like big reveals um it's it wasn't what we've been getting the last couple of weeks in a row. So it was a disappointing thing in, in that sense. Yeah. I feel like that, um, especially like Caitlin and I, and probably you and Jake as well. And anybody else we've had on this episode, I think a lot of us were probably feeling that'd be more like a two part episode, kind of like season one. Yeah. I really but we thought- didn't get that. I really thought that this this episode would be in two halves. It, have have one would be uh, breaking Mayfield out of prison, which you know, like we said, that didn't really even wasn't really a thing. And then and then the second half would be actually like attack on the ship. Like I I thought yeah. I, I legit thought that in this episode we would see Moff Gideon's ship at some point, um, which I guess we do, but not in the context that I was expecting. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think the biggest moment I agree with you in, in this episode is Mando taking his helmet off. And um, not only does he take it off, he did it in the first season in the very final eighth episode, but um, or maybe it was at the end of seven, I can't remember. But in that two part finale, he takes it off, but only for like a minute or two and only the droid sees him do it. And in this one, this it felt more substantial to me. Like he yeah. might actually be changing his code. Like, you know, his children of the watch um, mm-hmm. religion, you know, to, to actually do it in front of all these people. Like it wasn't just in front of Mayfeld. Like, you know, he sat down with a couple of Imperial officers. They saw his face. Like he showed his face to the terminal, which who knows if Moff Gideon has now seen his face. Like that was a big moment, I think for his character. Yeah. Um, Cause he was very staunch about it last season and, and really even this season. And then all of a sudden he seems to be changing the rules, which, the idea of changing the rules came up a lot in this episode, mainly from, from Mayfeld. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so the episode is called the believer. Um, that's, that's the, the name of chapter 15. Um, who do you guys think is the believer in this, in this episode? I have no well, idea. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I, saw, ahead, I, I saw some, some kind of um, discussion about maybe it's Mando, but I think it's more, it's really more about Mayfield. Um, yeah. I, I love, there are two scenes with him that I think are really powerful. By the way, I want to say Mayfield is a great character. He's, he's really, really funny and really intriguing to me. Like I could see him showing up in like a Rangers of the, of the new Republic show. Like I could see him yeah. in other things. He's, he's that strong. Bill Burr has been in a bunch of stuff, but um, he's really strong as this character. I, the two scenes I really liked with him are is the one in the um, juggernaut. It's like that shuttle type vehicle that they have to drive mm-hmm. um, when they're just talking on the way to the um, the facility, and he's basically kind of expounding to him like, 
hey, you know, you and I aren't that different. Like we're kind of the same. And, you know, we have all these rules, but we make exceptions to the rules all the time when it suits us. And at first Mando was like, no, I don't. So, you know, I'm not that kind of person. But then we find out in this episode, no, he is that kind of person. He's not that, he's not all that different from Mayfield. Um, and then also the other thing I really like is their discussion about the empire, the la- the saying, waving goodbye to the empire, bringing in the new Republic and how that doesn't really mean anything to the people on the, on the fringe, the, the um, outer rim planets. Like he, at, at one point he's like empire, new Republic. It's all the same to these people. We're just invaders on their planet. That's all they, that's all they really know. And yeah how they don't really care who's in charge as long as they get to live their daily lives. It's like, who cares? And the, um, all the fighting really is, is, is amongst a, a relatively small group of people in the galaxy that actually care about these politics and government things. Um, so I think it's, it's interesting to, especially compared with like the lens of our, like current American politics. It's like, there are some people mm-hmm. that really, really care about that stuff. And then, then, then there's the rest of us, the most of us that don't, it doesn't really yeah. affect my daily life that much, you know? So that's interesting. Yeah. I almost, now that you've talked about it, I would say you almost could call it the believers because mm-hmm. I feel like Mayfeld and Mando, they both kind of had their eyes open in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, so I think, I, so I think, they, I think both they both. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that scene at the ends when, <laughs> I mean, it's it's played for laughs, but it's also kind of a serious scene. But like, because he comes face to face with this uh, imperial officer that was basically at the helm and re- at Burning Con, this this planet that mm-hmm. was the set piece for where like ten thousand troopers died in battle. Yeah, and it was like completely avoidable and. And that was like what was like one of the things that kind of spurred him to like ditch the empire. And like he was, Mm -hmm. he was part, he was an Imperial uh, trooper and like he left the empire because after that, because he watched a lot of his like cohorts die in that battle. And it was just like, forget this, I'm out of here. And, um, and basically almost kind of gets his comeuppance. Like he, he actually executes him at the right there, sitting right there at the table. Um, Yeah. To, to kind of make good on, you know, what he, what he always deserved. Uh, you know, this guy mm-hmm. deserves to die. So, um, Grant, talk about, or either, either one of you, talk about the, the action. I think the action is pretty good in, the, yeah. in this episode. Um, it, uh, with the Raiders, while they're on the transport ship as they're transporting, um, I really enjoyed that action. Caitlin kind of, rolled her eyes at that action whenever <laughs> uh, uh, Mando blew up or quote unquote blew up their like speeders or whatever you're, whatever they're on. I don't yeah. really know what they're called. And then they all come back. Caitlin's just like, seriously. <laughs> yeah. There's always one more, right? <laughs> but I mean, I'd say that's probably that scene right there is pretty much like the action that you get in this episode. Yeah. It kind of is all of it. There's a bit, kind of a brief shootout at the very ends, but there's not much. It's mostly sniper shots that are taking yeah. out the troopers. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I thought it was cool. It, it kind of made me think of Indiana Jones a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. um, fighting on the top of a train or a car or a tank and, you know, Indiana yeah. Jones. 
um, and uh, you know throwing those guys off one at a time. He's showing um, uh, Pedro Pascal, the guy that plays Mando, is kind of showing his. I'm assuming it's him under the the um, under the helmet because he. I, I didn't know this until this week, but like, because I've never seen Game of Thrones, but he's like he does a lot of his own action uh, fighting scenes in Game of Thrones, like in okay. season six or whatever it is. And so um, like, I, th- I believe that's probably him like swinging that, that bow staff around or whatever. Yeah. And just dropping fools left and right. And so, um, yeah, he's, he's obviously very talented at that kind of choreographed um, fighting. So, yeah. Um, we get to see uh, Slave One like at the beginning of the episode and at the end, um, them kind of walking around Slave One. It's it's just cool to see that ship on the inside, uh, something mm-hmm. we've never really seen before in Star Wars. Um, looking over my notes, uh, one quote that I really liked towards the end was, um, I think it was from Mayfeld. He says, "Everybody thinks they want freedom, but what they really want is order." Uh, no, yeah. I'm sorry. That's the, that's from the officer. Sorry. Um, I think Mayfeld, Mayfeld kind of talks about that, uh, you know, maybe in you know kind of a cheeky way earlier. But you no, know, the officer says everything. Everybody thinks they want freedom. What they really want is order. They're going to welcome us back and with open arms, which is clearly a reference to first order and just kind of you know fighting back against the new republic. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I don't really have a whole lot more to offer about this episode um yeah it, it was, was kind, kind of a a shorter for, one too yeah it's kind of as far as like overall plot it, it is kind of a throwaway I, I think this is an episode a lot of people will forget about yeah um, um mayfeld lives at the ends and and basically they they look walks at each other. away yeah they basically well, look they, at- they say you died in battle but you <laughs> yeah kara kara shows her softer side and says uh man it's too bad mayfeld didn't make it out, make it out alive back there um and just let him go and I, I it was very funny to me how he walked away and like kept looking back and be like you guys are going to shoot me in the back right <laughs> yeah um, so but yeah i mean basically the big the big uh um goal of this episode was to find the ship right like because at the mm-hmm. end of episode six we're like how are they even going to find moff gideon and yeah like, obviously you know this guy mayfield they hire mayfield specifically for his ties to the empire they say that he has the clearance codes and the imperial protocols and stuff like that to basically get in uh get into that facility and ultimately find that terminal and and get the information so they've got it and they're on the way so yeah i think that's about all i have to say about it too i i kind of figured our discussion on this would be kind of shorter just because this isn't like a you know, Boba Fett is a live episode or Ahsoka is in live action for the first time episode. It's a, just a solid, you know, they've got a goal, they execute the plan and they get what they need and roll credits kind of episode uh, for me. Yeah. So, so solid, solid stuff, but not uh, necessarily groundbreaking. Yeah. I'm, very, I'm very, agree. Excited about, very excited about the finale. So we'll have, uh, hopefully have Jake on and all three of us will, we'll gush about that episode next, next week. Uh, Caitlin, you're hoping that they get Grogu back? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Otherwise, like, what's the point of watching season three? Do Do you think... I want will, him back. Do, do you think that they will actually do that? Get him back? Yes, yes. They're not going to, like, leave that as, like, a huge cliffhanger for next season? That would be horrible. And I would be really <laughs> mad, so they better not. Okay. All right, we'll see. We'll see if you're right. And, like, I would say... I really hope we get an hour episode. 
I think we will. I, we've gotten 55 minute episodes in the past. So that's not the first uh, episode of this season, I think was like 53 or 54 or something like that. So yeah. I, yeah, I think we get a nice long episode like we did at the beginning of the season. Yeah. And I, w- I will definitely say that this episode will probably be one of those episodes that I'll want to watch as soon as we get home from work pretty much. Oh yeah. Cause I, this is going to, it's going to be great. I, I can't wait to see how they wrap up this season. And this episode, I mean, you might as well just avoid the internet if you're not going to watch it for a couple of days. Cause yeah, it is going to get spoiled everywhere. So. And like Caitlin was like, uh, she, we talked about this earlier and she was like, um, well, do we even want to watch it with it not coming out? That's what I, well, it's like, I have to wait a year to see what happens. Maybe I don't even want to watch it. Because what if it is a big cliffhanger? Then I just won't know what happened. And I just and I just told her, well, I'm gonna watch it. So (laughs) if you don't want to watch it, that's fine. If you don't watch it, you will find out what happens within a week. There's no way. I don't think it's even possible for you to avoid hearing someone talk about it. So good luck with that. But thanks. I I think you should just watch it and just rip the bandaid. I, I hope they get Grogu back as well. Um, honest, honestly, part of me thinks that they might kill off Moff Gideon. I, I know that sounds like a big um, prediction, yeah. but like, I, um, I don't know that they have a whole lot more to pull out of this character. I, th- I think, I don't know that he has, he has a lot of depth in, in any further than it is to point to other bigger, badder characters like Thrawn or something like that. So um, I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure that we... I don't know. He may live, but I think if he if he li- if he survives, he like gets in, a, in an escape pod, and the whole ship gets blown to bits or something like that. Like they're gonna they're gonna go out with a bang, and if he survives, I think it's gonna be by the skin of his teeth. So yeah, I would say my prediction for the finale is that Moff Gideon will die. Yeah, and I, I'm okay with that. I I just want to see I want to see more about Grogu. I um it's not that Moff Gideon is an an uninteresting character to me i think he is interesting but i don't think he's nearly as interesting as the other stuff that's going on yeah i would say if moff gideon doesn't die kind of a tag along prediction is one of the main characters will die in this episode yeah but i'm gonna say it's gonna be moff gideon yeah yeah it's not grogu i'm good that's not gonna happen i grogu will live on forever and ever he'll be 900 by the time he dies there would be a huge petition written and like at 1201 next friday yeah if grogu (laughs) were to die in this episode yeah yeah so see it as early as you can uh next week that is for sure um it drops on uh december the 18th just a week before christmas so um definitely see it before you go into your holiday season and uh obviously watch it before you listen to our coverage on it because we will obviously be spoiling the whole thing so that is what we're talking about next week uh what we're talking about this week for the rest of our episode is i I gotta take a a deep breath so i can say the entire title of this uh special in one breath so it is called (gasps) high school musical the musical the holiday special good job phil thanks i practiced it um, we're going to let Caitlin go for the next couple of minutes. Um, Caitlin, uh, you, you, yourself, Caitlin Youngsma is the person who said, we have to talk about this holiday No, Grant. It was Grant. It was oh, Grant. Grant. Well, it was me to get you on the show. 
We look. So, we do love your company. Well, so I, would, I, I didn't would love the holiday special. <laughs> well, okay. So you and Grant both, I think, wanted to w- at least watch this movie, let alone cover it. So we're here now, and this is your chance. Tell everyone what, what you thought about the amazing holiday special from High School Musical to Musical. Okay. Well, I am a High School Musical fan of the original movies, and I enjoyed the first season of the show. But this is nothing like the show, and it was awful. And it was basically people trying to lip sync and looking terrible while doing it, and um, just nothing that I expected. Like, really, it has nothing to do with the show at all, (laughs) except for one song that is supposedly like a teaser for next season, but it really doesn't even reveal anything about next season other than they made an Instagram page for their drama club and that was like all it revealed it. It was a Christmas song. So I'm just like, okay, what does this have to do with next season? Like I was expecting like when they said it was going to be a teaser for next season, like an actual like preview of like scenes and things that were going to happen in next season, but it literally was just a song and it, I felt like revealed nothing about the next season. And most of the songs, literally, I was, like, cringing during them. And you can ask, (laughs) Grant kept saying that my facial expressions were pretty interesting because I, like, was just, like, what is happening? Because it is, like, nothing like the show at all. So, that's my first initial. Okay, uh, I have more more questions for you. Yeah, I have more questions okay. for you. I, I want to first. I should have said this at first that what what our what our history is with with the show. So I've not seen a single yeah. episode of yeah. High School Musical, the musical, the series. Um, both of these guys have seen every episode, and we actually had a uh, an entire episode back when uh, Jack was co-hosting with me. We had Grant and Caitlin on as as guests um, to that episode, and that aired I think about a year ago today. Um, is probably in December of, of last year is when we did that. So um, go back and find that episode, you know, 50 or so episodes back <laughs> from this episode uh, to hear, um, I, you know, these guys thoughts on it. I still haven't seen it. So obviously I didn't, I didn't watch it back then either. And so um, I, I will say that my opinion on this is probably higher just because I, I haven't seen the show. I know, I know it sounds really backwards, but like, like, because I I don't know these actors at all. I was seeing all these actors for the very first time. I had no, like nothing to compare them to. And so for me, it was like, Oh, this is kind of fun. Like, you know, not all the songs are hits, but like a couple of them are okay, whatever. But you're, you're coming at this with, with a high expectation, having watched the great first season of the, of the show and watching this and you're like, Oh my God, they just, they just <laughs> doled this they out. Were- yeah, like, I literally, like, I'm like, do I even want to watch the next season? Like, is this what it's going to be like? Because this is terrible. Like, oh my gosh, what is happening? I'm glad I watched this first in in this order so that I can be wowed by the show um, when I actually get, yeah. get around to watching it. Um, Grant, what, do you, what were your overall thoughts? You guys just watched it together today. Well, um, I'd say, I, uh, I mean, it was bad, really bad. Um, it i mean we didn't even they didn't even like refer to people's characters really at all i mean it more centered around the actors which like none of them to begin with are major actors so 
Yeah, I don't even care about the actors. Like, I only care about the characters and that it's about High School Musical. That's the only thing I care about the show. So I'm like, I don't care about any of these people. Like, they're not even well-known people. Like, it'd yeah, be this- different if it was, like, actual, like, famous people, but they're not. Yeah, this needs to be underscored. It's called High School Musical, the musical, the holiday special. So it, I, I, I mean, even I, I haven't even seen the series and I, even I was expecting, oh, this is going to be a drama, a dramatized thing. Like we're going to see yeah. like scenes. Like, like a storyline. Yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. when I looked at the running time, because I knew there was like a dozen songs in this thing. And I, I, before I hit play, I was like, what? This is 45 minutes long? Like, how are they get, how are they doing any acting? In well, between? thank God it was only 45 minutes long because <laughs> yeah. I couldn't have stood much longer, to be honest. They should have called it, I mean, it would be an even longer title, but they could have called, they should have called it like the cast of High School Musical, the musical, the holiday special or something yeah. like that. Like, yeah. like it, it literally is just the cast. They're not Yeah, it has nothing to do with the show at all. Yeah. Yeah, it's super bizarre. I, I don't know. Again, that's an even longer title, so I don't know what you actually call it, but um, I, I think I think the title of this is very misleading. Very much so. Um, but yeah, it was. I mean, for me, the first half, outside of, is it Joseph Bassett, the guy that plays Ricky? Joshua. I, I can't. Joshua. Joshua Bassett. Outside of his song, the first half for me was horrible. I mean, Feliz Navidad was awful um oh yeah the hanukkah medley that oh my gosh that was disturbing yeah um and whatever the first song that they led with i can't even remember exactly what it was this christmas from sophia wiley yeah that one was really bad and i mean i'm glad that they ended with olivia singing because that was probably one of the best ones, but she I mean, was, she was my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I liked but her this... and Dara. Is that her name? Oh, the I'm girl sorry. That sang belief. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm thinking of Dara. I, uh, Dara was my favorite. Um, I, she sang two songs. She sang during the credits. Yeah. Um, yes. And so that, she was, pro- I feel like she was the best one by far and she's not like, she as sang... far as like, Okay, so so there's the there's the actual video of them lip syncing, which at times is terrible. I, some are doing it better than others. Oh my um, gosh, it was so bad. The absolute worst one is, is so the, fake. Sophia Wiley at the very beginning. She, unfortunately, she had to go first, but she was the absolute worst. Oh, it was um, yeah. awful. She was way off, like half a second off of, of some of yes. the, the words. But yes, um, I, some of the other ones were not as bad. I if you're if you're if you're closing your eyes. <laughs> Which, if you're going to do that, just listen to this on Spotify. But, like, if you're closing your eyes and listening to the performances, I thought some of the performances were actually pretty good. These obviously are very talented. Yeah, Yeah, they are good singers, but, like, it just looks so fake. Like, Um, Dara Renee's um, version of the Josh Groban Believe song, I thought was stellar. Like, really, really really good. good. Um, Mm -hmm. I I like her version of Believe better than Josh Groban's version of Believe. Yeah. Yeah, like I think he actually wrote the song, or at least yeah. was the first one to sing it. Um, she was she's really great, and and again I haven't seen her in anything. Um, any, well, any she's movie, so. and like I was gonna say, she's not even really like a very main character, like really? in the show at Holy all. Holy cow, she like compared to all the other compared to all the other people, like like wouldn't you agree with that, Grant? Like she's not really well, she's, a focal she's part of Nini's the show. She's Nini's best friend. 
But I mean, but, but as compared far to like as, everyone else, put, she's as not. As far as putting on the show, she really doesn't have. Like, she uh, ends up getting to play the part of Taylor because of. Um, yeah, like she wasn't even. Away. Wasn't she supposed to be like a costume and hair and makeup yeah. person? Like, she mm-hmm. wasn't even supposed to be in the musical. And then because um, Sophia's character moves away, then she gets to be Taylor. But, like, she wasn't even supposed to be in the show. So, like, and I, in my opinion, she's, like, one of the most talented singers out of all the actors in the show. So it's kind of weird. I don't know. She's the Zac Efron of, of this season. Yeah. Like, famously, Zac Efron didn't actually sing in the first movie. But yeah. I know, He's I thought, better than the guy that sang for him, in I, my opinion. As far as, like, performance, um, I, it was a very close between her and Olivia Rodrigo, who I, who I think is really a special singer, too. Like, she, she did a song I, I, had not, I was not familiar with, but it's a kind of an older song uh, called River by Joni Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has a beautiful voice, Olivia, I'm talking about. Um, I'm assuming she's really playing piano. She, um, she looks like she's actually playing the, the, the correct notes as, as she's playing the, the song. Um, it's a beautiful song, which I know has nothing to do with this holiday special, but um, the lyrics like, uh, I wish I had a river I could skate away on. Um, I, I, I just, I thought the lyrics were, were gorgeous. Um, and I thought she was, she did a good performance of it. But again, these are all like essentially music videos, but like single shot, like um, a single room. Like they're not like, yeah. for the most part, there's like the, the swimming, pool, swimming pool song and stuff like that. But like, for the most part, they're in one room, um, you know, shooting a song and, and all the songs are short by the way they're like two minutes long mm-hmm. i mean i would just say it was not what we expected at <laughs> all and i mean you don't even know really what direction they're heading for season two yeah no nothing you know nothing about it do we even have a release date is it do they they didn't mention it no special nope Mm-mm. nothing I thought they would for sure, like, you know, and we have a big announcement and they make season two is dropping on, you know, July, whatever. Nothing. There's nothing. This is crazy. And they didn't even announce it on, in, in Disney's big thing this week either. So, yeah. Who knows? It's super weird. So we mentioned some of the songs. Uh, this Christmas was the first one. The Perfect Gift is the one that you were talking about, Grant. Um, the one that mm-hmm. I guess, I mean... I, I'm taking them at their word. Joshua Bassett wrote that song. I'm, I'm yeah. assuming uh, he sang it with his guitar, and it was it was pretty good. It's it's an original, a Christmas original song he wrote. And uh, it sounds like that one's going to be in the season two as well. Okay, Cause, so oh, if it's going to be his character sings it. So I'm just confused because like if the new songs that they're revealing for season two are around Christmas, then why haven't they? Why aren't they releasing it now? Like That's you know what I'm saying? Christmas. Yeah. So it's so it's not going to be till next Christmas, like yeah. What the heck? <laughs> I'm thinking you're, wait, you're waiting at least a year for that season. Like, it, it does seem like that it's at Christmas time, based on what they yeah, say. like based on the songs they showed. So that's kind of weird. Um, they did you find? I, I know you're not interested in the in the actors very much. So maybe you already have your answer to this question. But were you guys interested at all with like the little like uh, Q and A sections? Like how how well do you know your cast? No, <laughs> no, not really. They were kind of dumb. Well, they were the the questions were really silly. Like they weren't, with the exception, I think one of them actually was kind of serious. But uh, like there was one question where like one of the uh, the I'm I'm assuming she's a teacher or the glee she's club. She's the drama the drama teacher. Yeah. Okay. 
um, where she actually kind of teared up um, giving her response. But for the mm-hmm. most part, they were like silly questions like uh, who would play Tiny Tim or who would be on Santa's naughty list or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, like at first I didn't even know like what, like this is probably bad, but like I didn't even know the actors' names. So yeah. like the first couple questions, I was like, who are they even talking about? Like, I don't even know who anyone's names are. And then, you know, once they started introducing people towards the end, like, I knew who they were talking about. But first, I was like, I don't even know who they're talking yeah. about. So I, it was kind of like, uh. We talked a little bit about this, Caitlin and I, before we went on air, uh, started recording. But, like, I, I really feel like this was maybe even not for, I don't want to say not for you guys, because you loved the series. But, like, it, it, it definitely seems like it's narrowed even down to, like, people who love the series who are also really young, like 12, like 12 to 15 year old girls is kind of yeah. like their target de- demographic with this, where they like, mm-hmm. they know all the actors' names. They um, have posters on the wall of, you mm-hmm. know, jo- Joshua or whatever. And like, and it, that becomes like, this is their it show. Um, I was watching this feeling ve- not, not only because I hadn't seen the series, but because I don't know any, who any of these people are feeling very outside of, outside of the target demographic for this. Um, I was like, yeah. well, I, I have no business watching this. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, there was one point we literally were like, how much of this is left? Because like, I was like ready to turn it and off. And we had like, 30 minutes left. <laughs> yeah. So we had watched <laughs> 15 like, minutes. Well, like, I feel like it got better though. Like, like, cause the first song, like I was like, what is happening? Like, holy yeah. crap like it, it all changed for me on dara renee's belief like that that was yeah. when, when she sang that i was like okay yeah. all right we're doing something here i can get on board for this um, yeah but oh my gosh one of the most humorous parts was little saint nick <laughs> <laughs> they clearly the fil- swimming pool they clearly oh my filmed, gosh. they filmed that they have santa hats on and stuff like that as they're singing they clearly filmed this in somebody's backyard in like late june <laughs> in, in la oh that was so funny they were it, that song was basically an excuse for them to dance shirt, shirtless pretty much <laughs> they were also singing six feet apart which i i take i took notice of i um i think it's worth worth stating that this this definitely would have looked a lot differently um had they not filmed this in the middle of a pandemic like um they're doing a lot of zoom or not zoom calls but like they're not not in the same room for the most part that changes yeah. when you get towards the ends when they do a, a number together but again that could have been recorded in february um they um they did a a really awesome i thought a really good rendition of um uh that's christmas to me which is a pentatonics acapella song mm-hmm. and it was they did a um acapella with no music accompaniment whatsoever and all four of them were in the same room. But and they the, hugged at the end. And yeah. I was like, that's yeah. why I, like, I was kind of shocked that they like, I was like, oh, wow. But for the most part, you're getting one person in front of the camera, then one person in front of the camera, and then one person in front of the camera. Yeah. And then occasionally two people in front of the camera, um, like with um, Little Saint Felice, Nick. Felice Navidad or Little Saint Nick, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but even then, they were kind of staying, mm. staying away from each other. So I feel like a lot of that was filmed over the summer at what we thought was the height of the pandemic, but before things got really bad this month. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it, it's interesting how they had to shoot this. I think just from a historical perspective, 
Um, yeah, Felice Navidad was another one of my least favorite. Yeah. I was like, what is happening? At the one part where he was like, Felice Navidad! Like, yeah. the middle of the song, I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> Why are you shouting? Yeah. Um, I think that the weakest singer in the show, in this holiday special, but I think it's one that everyone would have predicted, was uh, Mark St. Cyr. Um, I, he's not a bad singer. He's just not, he's not a compelling singer at all. Um, when they sang, what are you doing New Year's Eve? It was him and, and, uh, well, yeah, he never sings in the show. So yeah. I guess they just kind of maybe wanted him to feel included. So they, I liked that song. I'd never really heard it before. Yeah. I it's think I mentioned, I mentioned that on last week's episode that what are you doing New Year's Eve is, is actually one of my favorite, um, holiday songs. It's, I guess it's a Christmas song. It's about New Year's Eve, but anyway, yeah. Um, I, I do love that song a lot. And when I saw that that was going to be in the show, I got excited about it. And um, Kate uh, Rain- Reinders, yeah. it, looked, it looked like reindeers for me, which is kind of yeah. It's a Christmas. That's what show. I thought too. But uh, anyways, the, the lady that plays the, the drama club um, teacher, but she, uh, I thought she was great. So like the, the two of them mm-hmm. singing together, she did most of the singing and he just kind of filled in yeah. some every so often um i thought that that song was was pretty good and it was cute how they were like singing on the phone together like from you know different homes yeah and stuff like that. so how they staged it was i thought cute um and then um i think probably the last thing to talk about is is the actual teaser and it, again i was like like you i thought that we'd see like maybe an acted out scene maybe some plot you know plot teasers we got none of that but what we got was um i thought a pretty good like i mean i again it's maybe better in the show i've not seen the series but the the choreographed kind of one shot <laughs> nature of this i thought was pretty good and the dancing was actually i thought really really tight like how they mm-hmm. were like you know doing like these quick fast like you know uh, moves and spinning around each other and like you know the camera goes down the stairs at one point and you know um, down the halls of the building it it's made to look one shot but actually wasn't obviously they're cutting as it goes through walls and stuff like that but um, I thought it was pretty cleverly shot and again the, the dancing is so good I, I didn't realize that these these guys are like really good dancers but the show is better yeah. I'm assuming like the the, the oh, first yeah. season oh yeah the if this is the first thing you've watched of this show i would not uh i wouldn't rate the show based on this because i feel like that really has nothing to do with the show other than that one song yeah so so that song was called something in the air that's that's a new song that's that wasn't in first season i'm assuming yeah no i've never seen that before yeah okay it's almost certainly coming to the second season is yeah they teased but i laughed whenever uh they came out of the lockers Joshua Bassett and Olivia. <laughs> that part was funny. How it like shows them coming out of a locker. I thought it was funny. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I thought it was it was pretty cleverly shot. Um, they yeah. probably did that over a couple of days, and I thought it looked really seamless. So yeah. Um, but the cutest moment of the whole show. I have one last thing. Oh gosh. Uh, I loved this part so much because it reminded me of Jordan, but it was Olivia Rodrigo as like a four-year-old. Like she's probably oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. Same, same age as Jordan singing, mm-hmm. singing a song that she created called Friendship Day. And she's like standing on a table. Oh, I laughed so hard. And, it, and yeah, again, that, that, was, that was just for me because I'm a father of a four-year-old girl, but like she, she was singing uh, Friendship Day, Friendship Day, Friendship, Friendship, Everywhere You Look. And I was just like, oh, that is so adorable. Like that reminds me so much of Jordan. So um, I, she, Olivia Rodrigo was a cute kid and um, yeah, it was, she it was, was 
when they put those like you know little shots of, I, the guys had those shots too of like singing Feliz Navidad when he was a kid or whatever like and uh-huh. I thought that was cool I think that's one thing that is kind of a takeaway from this for me is that um, yeah, I, I wasn't familiar with these guys at all. I didn't no, didn't necessarily even care like what their favorite Christmas songs were or anything. But um, one thing that I took away from it is that, dude, all of these, almost all of them came from extremely musical families and theater families. Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. they all had the same story. It was like, oh, my dad yeah. was a, a piano player. My dad played drums. Yeah. My dad was a singer. My dad was in theater. It's like, okay, like, I, you know, we get it. Like you're only on Disney on the Disney channel or Disney plus because you're, you were brought up in a musical family. That's the only way you were able to make it at this age. So yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I did notice that too. And I thought it was interesting that I can't remember it's EJ, but I don't know his, his real name, but Matthew is from, is it Matthew? He was from Arkansas. I thought that was interesting. Oh yeah. Rogers. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. I did. I, I totally laughed at, about that because he said, um, I come from this really small town in Arkansas. It's called Ro- Rogers. You know, the, the kind of town where everybody knows everybody. And I was like, dude, there's over 60,000 people that live. Yeah. There. It's not about? really, it's not really small. <laughs> it's bigger than Joplin. Like I was just like, yeah. okay, whatever, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's so. what I was kind of thinking too. I'm like, uh, I've been to Rogers before. It's not that small. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're not from Arkansas, if you're listening, I mean, most of our listeners are from like outside of Missouri area, but like um, if, if you're not familiar with the area, um, Rogers is essentially Bentonville. It's, it's just like, you know, 15 minutes away from where like uh, Walmart was created. So um, I'm sure Rogers when he was a kid actually probably was quite a bit smaller. Um, although Walmart's been around for a long, long time, but that place is blown up. It's, it's a huge area now um, because of Walmart. And I mean, they have like PF Chang's and Rogers, Arkansas. Yeah. And you don't really get that everywhere. So I wouldn't really consider it a small town. Yeah. He, he literally said like, it's, it's the kind of t- a small town where everybody knows everybody. I'm like, what? I don't <laughs> think so. I'd say where we live, Phil, is a small <laughs> town where everybody knows everybody. Yeah, there's 2,000 people in our town. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So talk to me about, about that, Mr. Matt Cornett. Um, so. If you're listening, Matt Cornett, uh, we'd love to have you on the show. Um, and we can talk more about Walmart and Arkansas. Yeah, well, we'll drive down to Rogers and interview you. So he's probably living there right now. He, you know, a lot of these actors went home. Yeah. Um, so I think for all of us, this is a, um, listen on Spotify and skip on Disney plus probably, unless, oh, you're, definitely. Yeah. unless you're just a huge fan of the original show and you're like a teenage girl. Yeah, <laughs> I would agree with that. So, cause I mean, you don't really miss anything. Um, like, cause really all you miss if you don't listen on Spotify is like the Q and a sessions and. I guess seeing the actual people, but I, I mean, mostly it's just the songs anyways. So. Yeah. It'll make you think better of the holiday special. If you just listen to it on Spotify. Yeah, that's probably true. I, I was thinking in the middle of it, I was like, I was like, am I getting into more of like the Christmas spirit, like by watching this? (laughs) And and I had two responses to that. One is I just as easily could have gotten into Christmas spirit, listening to it on Spotify. Uh, There's nothing visually that was happening, you know, that was getting me excited about Christmas. Um, And second of all, the, the, the idea that this could get us into the Christmas spirit two weeks before Christmas, I think is, is kind of funny to me. Like most of the holiday specials have already aired on like NBC and ABC yeah. and stuff like that. And like, 
So, I mean, some of them are airing like literally days after Thanksgiving because they know that that's the time to get people in the, in the Christmas spirit. I feel like this is a very late release for this <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. So anyway, so if you're listening to this and you haven't watched it, maybe give this one a skip. Um, it's not, not the greatest thing as far as, you know, if, you, if you're interested in these songs and I was surprised how many of the songs I recognized, I, I recognized all but like four of them probably. And there was like a dozen songs in it. Um, so most of these are hits and um, songs you've heard maybe a few times in the past, uh, if not a hundred times in the past. And then there's some new songs that I think are, for the most part are pretty good, but just listen to it on Spotify. You'll get the same experience. Yeah. Um, uh, we're about to wrap up the show here in a couple minutes, but um, we usually do what else are you watching on Disney plus? Um, and I, I don't know if you guys have anything, but we watched um, last night, we watched Mickey's once upon a Christmas, which is obviously for kids. Um, yep. it's, a, it's an animated thing that came out a long time ago, probably straight to Is Disney. that like a sing along thing? It's a, uh, no, it's a, um, no. Okay. Kind of an anthology. It's like a, uh, it's like an hour and five minutes long, but it's in three segments that are all twenty five minutes long a piece. Okay. Or hour and hour and fifteen minutes, I guess, altogether. So yeah, it's it's basically three twenty five minute segments shows that are all just kind of combined onto like one DVD is what I'm assuming it originally released. Um, you can watch it with Disney Plus. They actually have the sequel on it as well called Twice Upon a Christmas, I think. And uh, if you have kids, it's great. Um, the the stories are uh, renditions of old, of old classic Christmas tales, um, and I think are are good um, a good watch for the family. And then we also watch, and I was surprised how much I didn't remember this, having watched it before, and how unbelievably funny this thing is. We watched um, the Olaf um, holiday. Oh, what's it called? I gotta look it up. Um, it is it is so funny. Olaf's Frozen Adventure. It came out three years ago in 2017, so probably you've already seen it um, if you if you follow Frozen stuff at all. It's set after the events of the first Frozen. In fact, this movie came out like a year before Frozen Two came out. Um, but it's a short, uh, like 25 minute um, kind of mini film, and it is so so funny. And there are uh, three original songs in it. And if you've listened to like you know, Christmas, like, uh, especially for kids, Christmas stuff on Spotify, you probably heard at least one of these songs. Um, it kind of obviously, as the name would suggest, it mostly features Olaf, but Anna and Elsa and Kristoff and Sven, um, and even the guy from the, um, like the shop that they encounter, oh, like, Oaken. Oaken, yeah, um, is in it. So like, it's a lot of the same characters you've seen from the Frozen movies. Uh, in a very bite-sized, very kind of short story. And um, I, we were, all three of us were laughing. Me and my wife and our four-year-old daughter were laughing throughout the entire thing. So it is legitimately funny. And um, even though it is not technically a Christmas film, it is a holiday film and they're getting ready for the holidays. Uh, and so if you're looking for something that's like holiday featured for Disney Plus, especially to watch with your kids, uh, I can't recommend Olaf's Frozen Adventure enough. It's, it's really good. So, by the way, Disney Plus has a section when you log into Disney Plus and you just start scrolling down with your remote control or whatever you're doing. Uh, they have a, a row of like, here are all the like Christmas stuff you can watch. And it's not just like holiday specials or movies or things of that nature. It's like, um, here's like a Simpsons Christmas episode and a, you know, fancy Nancy Christmas episodes, like all the stuff that 
as like you know the little one-off 20-minute things of yeah. of christmas that are on their service so they've actually taken the time to like look through every single piece of content that they have and anything that's remotely mentions christmas thrown it in one in one uh row for you so you can easily find that stuff yeah we watched the uh disney sing-along when it was on tv it's on disney plus now but it was pretty okay. good was that good much better yeah. than the holiday special i'm assuming yeah, it was better than that. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what I was expecting it to be, though, like what it was. Like, that's the reason they, why I didn't like. That's what like, they should have called the, this, this, the high school musical yeah. holiday sing along. Yeah. Because, I mean, you at least on the Disney sing along, you get legitimate stars. Yeah. Yeah. Like Michael Bublé was on it. Oh, uh, cool. Thomas Rhett. Yeah. There was a lot of like really well known people. Cool. Um, we'll have to check that out because I think. I think the girls really like watching that. And then, I mean, of course, we've been watching like Home Alone 1 and 2. Yeah. The Santa Claus. Uh, I'll Be Home for Christmas. Is that what it's called, Grant? Yep. If, you're, if you only subscribe to Disney Plus and not Netflix and other things, you still have just a crap ton of stuff to watch that are Christmas themed. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of good, good Christmas movies on there. Uh, Jordan cannot stop watching Prep and Landing, which is a another animated for kids thing. Is that she, the elf one? Yeah, she. It's like t- uh, techie elves d- delivering gifts. She's watched it p- five times in the last ten days. That's funny. So, all right. Well, I think that wraps it up for this episode. Um, thanks, Grant and Caitlin, for joining me for another great episode of discussing no problem Disney stuff. Yeah, it was fun. Um, we will be back next. Uh, next week episode 57 of disney plus reviews will be all about mandalorian that's all we're going to cover is the season finale and some news of course we might get into maybe some of the news that we that we didn't have time to cover today uh and then in two weeks from now from two weeks from today uh we are going to be uh covering soul uh the new pixar movie that's going straight to disney plus so if you're a pixar fan there's a lot to love on christmas day and we're going to be talking all about that on our next episode or two weeks from now sorry and we might even talk about Wonder Woman. Yeah. Probably not. I, I That's think we, not on Disney+. Plus. I, I think we probably could. There's a lot of people that listen to this show that are, are probably going to be watching Wonder Woman. I, we will make it clear that we're not getting into spoilers or if we are to skip ahead or something like that. But um, I, I'm sure I will probably have watched Wonder Woman by the time we yeah. record that episode. So. And, I'm, and I'd say it's probably safe to say that Caitlin will probably come on to talk about Soul. Okay, excellent. We'll uh, see. That we would love to have you back. We love having you on the show as our guest. So, all right. Uh, well, thanks for listening. And uh, you can write the show at Disney Plus Reviews at Hotmail.com if you have any uh, comments for us or something you want to review on the service. Uh, we will see you next week for all Mandalorian, the season finale.